small groups, are they really that important? All this and more on youth and culture. Hey guys, this is Ryan Sebastian. If you're new to the podcast, I just want to say thank you for listening in. Uh, This week I had a great opportunity to interview um, one of my teens that was in my small group when I first started serving when I was in seminary in my early to mid-20s. We had a great opportunity to, to talk and talk about how small group ministry really affected his life. And we had an opportunity also to hear how how things that I did um, impacted his life. And again, this is not to put me uh, on a pedestal, uh, but it was kind of neat to see how God used me in his life. Uh, So again, just stay tuned as we interview and talk to Matthew Harvey. So listen in. All right, today on the podcast, we have um, Matthew Harvey. Uh, Matt was uh, known very well from when he was a teenager. He was uh, actually in my small group uh, years ago when I was in my early to mid-20s. And the reason why I want to interview Matthew today is I wanted, I wanted um, to give you all an aspect of how small group ministry affects teenagers from someone who came out of a small group ministry. Uh, so Matthew, uh, talk about yourself and what led you to where you are now. All right. So uh, um, I grew up in church and uh, went to went to church since I was a little kid and loved going to church. Um, but I just kind of, I guess, through going um, to school and just the friends that I made, um, just kind of, uh, slowly went off the, the deep end, I guess you could say. And, but, um, just through church and through, uh, people like Ryan that just invested in my life, I was able to just kind of somewhat keep my eyes focused on the Lord. Um, I wasn't completely focused, but it, it's still kept it in the back of my mind. And so anyways, life kind of just played out like that um, for a while. And then I slowly, um, let's see, I was kind of, I was into horses for a while. And uh, I just, I grew up with a horse and just really knew that I loved that whole thing. And so I ended up after, let's see, it's probably, went to, CVCC, sorry, I'm trying to think of when this went to CVCC, and then probably like two years after um, high school. Well, actually, first I went and learned how to shoe horses, and then and 
later on, I, I went out to Colorado. I worked on this horse ranch, and it ended up being a Christian facility. And so I, I just got to meet some really cool people there that just showed me a lot of love and just God's love for sure. And so that kind of helped me to have a better view of just how God saw me and um, just how I needed to be living my life. And so I was able to really have this awesome change in, in my life um, just because of just because of that. And I was able to come back to Lynchburg and um, that's where I live, Lynchburg, Virginia. And I was able to come back just with a completely different mindset. And um, God, while I was in while I was in Colorado, God really just showed me um, and gave me vision for what he wanted me to do um, in the future, or I'm not really sure. I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, yeah, so and now I'm in Lynchburg and I am pursuing that in some type of way. I have a small horse farm here and I am doing uh horseback riding lessons and trying to mentor young guy, uh, young boys through that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. Man, that, that's absolutely great, dude. Um, for those, all those, all of you, all of you, all those, uh, who are listening, uh, to this podcast, I do want to let you know that, uh, when I'm talking to, to, to Matt, um, this is, this is not about me. Uh, this is not about what I did. Uh, this is actually just a neat story of hearing about uh, someone who was in my small group when I was serving into a, in a church when I was in seminary, and um, and when he when Matthew graduated, I had no idea if I really impacted him, if if I really uh, if me investing him was really working, um, and. I walked when he graduated. I actually walked away. When he walked away from, uh, out of uh, the youth ministry, I was always wondering um, to a point if if I failed, um, if I failed as, as a small group leader uh, with him. And it just it's just neat to see how how God works and how God impacts uh, works and lives in someone um, that you're ministering to. And this is just a, a reason why that when you're doing small group ministry. You're impacting kids, whether you realize it or not, and sometimes you may never realize it. So, it, it, one question I do have for you, for you, Matthew, is: um, is investing in teens and students outside of a church building is it really effective, and why? Yes, it is effective. I think um, definitely for me, um, but I, I wouldn't say it's like always effective. I think it depends on, uh, number one, it depends on the person who is being ministered to for sure. And also just about how, um, the leader, I guess, in that role is doing it. But I know for me, um, I just really, I didn't ever want to talk to my parents about it. Um, I think because growing up in the church and just, um, I guess you could say a more conservative family, I knew that like, if I talked to my parents about what was going on in my life, you know, um, that, that I really, in my mind, it was like, I'm just going to get in trouble. And so, you know, to have, I can remember 
you know, in, in DIA group, just kind of being able, even for Prairie Quest, sometimes it wasn't even, um, <laughs> this is kind of, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to ever remember being super serious in group. I just remember it kind of being. No, I definitely, agree. Yeah. Did you say you agree? Oh, I agree. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, it was just a fun time for me. And I really didn't, I was not worried about um, learning much about Jesus. But at the same time, I was, I was longing like deep down now looking back on it, I was totally longing for just somebody to just care about what was going on in my life and that could just simply listen to me. Just, you know, because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't really feel like that was my parents specifically. There's probably other parents out there that maybe their kids do feel comfortable talking to them. But for me specifically, I just didn't feel comfortable at the time talking with them about the things that I was doing, which just, you know, hanging out with friends and going to parties every now and then and just getting into trouble (laughs) of any sorts. And so, um, yeah, just to have like, just to have you and the, the, the other people in the group that was really cool just to be able to like during prairie quest time, you know, is kind of like still not serious about it. Almost honestly, I, it, it may have been, I don't, I don't remember if I ever got super specific during the prairie quest time, but, um, just about what was going on, but it was almost more of a, um, like, I don't want to say I was bragging about the things that I was doing, but I wasn't like, uh, you know, if I was, if I was having a prayer request, like, Hey, yeah, guys, I'm struggling with, with partying with all my cool friends, you know, it's like, was I really super serious about that? But then to have you like come up to me afterwards and be like, you know, kind of question me more on that. It wasn't just like a simple, okay, yeah, we're all gonna, we're going to pray for you and we'll come back next week and see how things are going. It was, you know, you really did kind of um, pursue that in me and um, kind of definitely did dig deeper. And through that, I know that just kind of helped me think a little bit more about definitely what I was doing. And um, yeah, just really allowed me to I guess just feel more comfortable about talking about other things that I had done and maybe why I was doing the things I was doing. And, um, yeah, it just, it definitely was a good thing for me because, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't really know who I would have talked to other than you at that, at that point, because, um, yeah, it wasn't like you were scolding me for, for doing those things, um, you were, I can remember just like sit, you kind of just sitting there and listening for a, a while, you know, like just letting me kind of get it all out. And then you would obviously, you know, give me advice on that. But it was, I was able to, to take it from you a whole lot better than say my parents or, uh-huh. or even my brother or anything like that. So, 
yeah, that is, uh, it was, it was, I definitely think it's effective. And I think as long as, um, now this is me personally, someone else could have a different opinion, but like for me, just being able to talk about it was, uh, without others around, like the distraction of my friends or, you know, the people I was trying to impress or, or whatever the case was, um, you know, just being able to be one-on-one with you and just hashing it all out that way. Yep. Yeah. If I remember correctly, if our uh, favorite place to meet was Starbucks, if I remember correctly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, the reason why I say is I mentioned that is because, um, it's a, you can have good conversations. I think I, I may be wrong, uh, but this is just how, how I think you can have good conversations, uh, in church. Um, but I feel like you can have even better conversations, um, outside of a church building. Um, mm-hmm. cause I, I, I just how know how I was when I was a teenager. It, it meant more for someone to hang out with me, uh, and spend time with me out, outside of church. Um, yeah. that it was in a church building because in a church building, it seemed like you're already going to be there anyway. Um, so I didn't feel for me, yeah. at least I didn't, I don't feel like it's a much investment. Did you kind of feel that way as well? Uh, being in the church, you, you mean? Yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah. Do, do you feel like, in, like uh, for me, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to lift myself up because this is all of God. Right. Um, but, uh, did, did you feel like me and other people investing you and spending time with you outside of a church building? Do you feel like that was more effective? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I can kind of, I just thinking back on it, I had, I had multiple different like DIA leaders, small group leaders, um, throughout my whole time in youth group. And do you remember? I know it was definitely senior year that you were my my leader, but was it also junior year too? Oh, uh, yeah. So it's your junior and Matt? senior year. Junior and senior year. Okay. Yeah. And I can remember I can remember all the faces of my other leaders too, and I absolutely love them, but I none of them ever did like take the time to kind of take that next step, I guess you could say, um, and do things out side of church and I do remember thinking like as a you know young teenager like wow like because they were in college just thinking like they're really cool like I'd love to hang out with them like just just because that would be the cool thing to do as a young kid you know like Mm -hmm. um, hanging out with someone older than you and just not not even necessarily thinking thinking of it as a mentorship and that time Obviously now I I realize what was happening, but even just being able to hang out with you um, outside was it really was um, on a non spiritual level. It was just it was important to me, and uh, it did mean a lot to me. And I think that is what got it to a more spiritual level was um, just the fact that it was an older guy that was like, Oh yeah, like let's hang out outside of church. And, um, yeah, that was just really, that did mean a lot to me. Just, um, like I said, not necessarily from a spiritual 
side of things, um, just because that's not where I was at the time. But, um, yeah, it, uh, it helped get it there to the spiritual side. So, yeah, so I, I totally agree with that. I, I've, um, one thing I've learned, uh, just over the years, even when I, cause when I, when I was your small group leader, uh, I was, I was in seminary. I was ignorant, not knowing, uh, what, uh, what in the world I'm doing. I just knew that, that I just needed to serve somewhere. I knew I was going in youth ministry. So I just wanted to serve in the youth ministry up there at, uh, at heritage. Yeah. Um, but like, like I said, I remember our, our small group leader, I have to, uh, small group as a whole. I can, I can just remember we had, we had some, um, not difficult. Um, some characters. We had some characters. Yes, we did. We had some characters <laughs> in our small group, and uh, and I, I and uh, I just in my spare time did what I can do and just trying to connect with y'all the best I could. Because again, I, I I'm yeah. I'm an introvert. Uh, I'm not an extrovert. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not a, a crazy dude who gets on stage. Um, I'm just not <laughs> I'm just not that guy. Um, right. That's not way I'm way I'm wired. But one thing that I I've actually learned through your being your like your small group leader and, and small group leader of those guys. One thing I learned during that process is how much um, I enjoy just investing. Um, and I think and I didn't and years later after you graduated, I realized how important it, spending time with teens outside of a church building, investing them outside of church and everyday life, um, how much of impact that makes. Um, I didn't learn that until actually years later until I got, um, a text from you about a year ago, just, just when you thanked me for uh, how much I invested in you. Um, I have, I have one last question I want, I want to ask here, uh, is what, what is one piece of advice you would give, um, an adult, uh, small group leader? What's, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, I would, I would say, does it have to be one? I don't have to be one. You can do it, dude. You, okay. can, you can say as many as you want to. All right. I think, um, just allowing, allowing whoever like your, we'll call it like mentoring, um, just to really like be themselves. Like, even though, yes, they may be in a, um, a broken spot or maybe just a, a, a dry spell. Like, like for me, I, I know that I would say I was more like in just a lost phase of life. I mean, I, I didn't really like being spiritual was not at all or obedient to God. And that was not at all in my mind. So, you know, I was now, I know there was some other guys that were a little bit more um, obedient to God, I guess you could say. I don't know. But either way, I think just whoever you are mentoring, just allowing them to to be where they are and, and loving them in that spot, not, not necessarily letting them stay there, but just I feel like if you would have, if you would have come to me and been like just super like, Hey, this, this is not good. What you're doing. You know, like if you would have just been telling me what I should be doing as opposed to what I was doing, 
I don't think I would have wanted to open up to you whatsoever. And I know I wouldn't have, cause I'm still kind of like that. Um, but so I think just allowing them to, to be right where they're at and, uh, understanding that there's probably something that is, um, produced where they're at, I guess you could say, like, I didn't even, I didn't realize why I was doing the things I was doing when I was doing them. But as I've gotten older, I've realized like it wasn't just me acting out or um, anything like that. There really was uh, just a lot more to it. And um, yeah, so I I think just um, my advice would be just to listen, really, just, um, you know, really get to know them and figure out a little bit more about their their life and and why they why they are doing how would I put that I guess yeah doing what they're doing or I I guess this isn't necessarily about just bad kids but no um, no yeah more just uh yeah that's more more of me let me let me think about this and rephrase it unless you have something else to say. No, one thing um, I kind of connect with that. Uh, I, I, well, you're kind of going saying, saying this, um, but one thing I've I learned, to be honest with you, I learned this uh, when I was spending time with you um, is, is get into what they're into. Listen, yeah, uh, but get into what they're into. Like you were uh, back then you were, you were into horses and you would talk about horses and I don't know anything about horses. Uh, to be honest, yeah. even back then, I could care less about horses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's just getting into what you're into. I, we, were, we were sitting there and talking about horses and, and talk what you're doing. And I, and, and I would get pumped up and, and excited for what you're doing. And, yeah. um, and the, the, I think just, just meeting them where they're at. Like, um, yes. And that's why I tried it. I learned that with you. And, and when, when I was your small group leader, I kind of learned that. Um, and I can like, again, like I said, I, I was ignorant. I was, I was young. Um, I still think I'm young, but some people think may think I'm old. Um, <laughs> but I was younger and I was ignorant. Uh, not, not really knowing much about, um, about small group ministry. Cause I never experienced it. Um, I was just doing what, um, the best I could. And I think that's one thing I learned. I think uh, with actually doing small groups with you and meeting with you is just just meeting them where they're at. Um, yeah, and I th- that's kind of the same lines. I think what you, what you're saying. Yes. Um, it's just yeah. Me- that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I I can even I can even say like now for me, um, I like when I when I think about like the the just a few people, a handful of people who've really helped me get to where I am today, just, you know, walking with the Lord and, and truly pursuing a relationship with him. I do. I think of you. I think of my brother and I think of, um, just a few other guys that I met out in at the horse ranch in Colorado and really all 
all of you just truly you invested in my life in that type of way you you know my brother same thing he is not at all into horses like like I am and so but he he allowed me to kind of just dream with him I guess he dreamed with me about the things that I wanted to do and the places that I did want to go with um with that and so you know just looking back on that and now I am which is it's crazy to even think about but now I have my own farm and my ministry is to the young guys that I'm I'm giving you know lessons to and so and sometimes they are difficult and I have to kind of remind myself like yep you were that you were that kid and so um but yeah sometimes just letting them just talk about video games or something I'm I'm not into you know and uh, just kind of allowing them to be in that space and be there with them and um I feel like I have I guess you could say gained a little bit more like respect from them and they're a little bit more willing to be my friend as opposed to just um you know some some leader at you know or yeah an authoritative figure to them so no yeah man um i if uh one thing i i I think what you said is great um again this is not for all those listening this is not to put me on a pedestal this is just to just to show how god moves um when it comes to uh, small group ministry, how you impact teenagers on a whole nother level than you, than you realize. And they may graduate out of your ministry, never thinking uh, you'll never think that, that you made an impact and you may find out years later that you actually did. So you, so I uh, just want, again, this is not putting me on a pedestal. This is just to give a shout out to all of those who are doing small group ministry and understand that what you do matters. Uh, now, um, now, Matt, um, I know that you're trying to you're doing a little mentorship uh, with your um, with your horses and your form and, th- and things like that. Now, if I remember correctly, you're still located in um, Lynchburg. Uh, I I am yes, but I the farm that I bought is actually in Alta Vista, so it's okay. like thirty minutes. Okay, from Lynchburg. Um, like if, if, if somebody wanted to get connected with you, uh, whether it's social media or whatnot, what's the best way to get connected with you? Uh, well, I have a Facebook page for my business and it's called Harvey Horsemanship. And, um, that's kind of where I post everything. Um, and that would probably be the best, the best way to get a hold of me. All right, man. I, and again, I appreciate you for coming out and just taking your time just to kind of talk about how small group uh, ministry has impacted you. Yeah, no problem. I, I appreciate it as well. So, is small groups really important? The answer to that question is absolutely yes. Um, if you're a small group leader out there, if you're a youth leader out there and you're listening to this, Uh, Please understand that what you do matters and what you do is impacting students more than you ever realize. You may not uh, know how much of an impact 
uh, until five, 10 years later, or you may never know at all. But what you do matters and it's making an impact. Now, if you're listening out there, I want to encourage you to go ahead and give us a five-star review, leave a positive uh, comment in the reviews. Again, that helps this podcast um, in many ways to get information out to people um, who may not be have access to this and be able to hear this. So I encourage you to go ahead and do that um, as we go on this journey on youth and culture.